host to rom-coms i'm marie i'm allison and we're happy to have you here with us whenever that may be so happy yep we're- i feel like it's a very like dull drummy kind of day right now i don't know why i see sun oh no it's beautiful outside oh, okay <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying maybe it's just because we have a podcast and it very what, long two weeks? Yeah. yeah so we are just tickled to take you on our rom-com podcast journey today another teen rom-com guys yep there, i mean there's just there's an infinite amount i really think that you're you're right infinite yeah hundreds and thousands and as we talk you'll see that there are definite tropes that fit along with all of these rom-coms although i gotta say the one we're talking about today doesn't have a lot of them i agree i'm glad that you brought that up can't wait to get into it today we're gonna be talking about that's my drum roll bring it on Yay! I like that little like momentary awkward stare we had about <laughs> yeah. the title of the film. Yeah, it was, it was like I should say something here, but I'm just gonna look at her. She'll, she'll <laughs> yeah. figure it out. Like my brain didn't click. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about bring it on. Um, another, I think it's another teen rom com classic. But I will say, of the, what, five that there are, I've only watched the first one. Oh, of Bring It On. I thought you were talking about mm-hmm. rom-com classics. Yeah, me no. too. Because I, I, they're obviously going to be awful. Oh, yeah. So, what's the point? Although, like, who's in the other ones? Hayden Panettiere, I think? And I, I think, think Courtney and Whitney. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. They're they're not strong enough to carry a movie for me. No. At least this movie. Maybe another movie. Maybe they can try again later. <laughs> try again later. <laughs> um, to go along with this drink, we made a Clover Club to kind of pay homage to the Clovers. They're real VIPs. Yes, the real heroes of the movie. MVPs, not VIPs. Oh, I, I guess. Yeah. Did you know that VIP? Were you the person who told me that VIP stands for very important person? No, I did not tell you that, but I am shocked you did not realize that. Uh-huh, no. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know MVP? Most valuable player. Okay, just I'm just curious since acronyms are apparently not your strong point. They are not. Uh, neither are colloquialisms, but yeah, I learned what VIP stood for like a year ago. I'm 30. It's it better late than never. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would. What's the circumstances under which that got brought up? Did you like say something mistaken? Were you like, it's voluble? I think we were playing a game where we had to it was like a trivia game and it said like what does vip stand for or something like that and i like truly didn't know okay have yeah. you ever had a clover club before 
I had it. And when I brought it up to you, you were like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. I know those. And I was shocked that it's like a classic drink. A lot of restaurants have them. Now, something that, okay, so the ingredients of it are gin, 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 (laughs) our pal gin, (laughs) like a raspberry simple syrup that I made. Good for you. (laughs) Did you make it? No, I used Chambord. Oh, okay. Oh, I cheated. I'm interested to see how that difference goes. Yeah, me too. And um, an egg white. Yes. Did and you... I hate that. Did you not do it? I did it. I, I It doesn't look foamy like it should. Right. But I did it. It just looks like I have like slime at the top of my drink. <laughs> did you shake it for a long time? I shook it vigorously, but what's considered a long time? Whenever I'm using egg whites, I try to shake for longer than normal, like at least a solid 30 seconds. I'll show you mine. And yes, mine is purple because I have no other gin right now. <laughs> okay. So use that Empress, baby. Yeah. Oh, that looks great. I I do think. And then there's a lot of um, cocktail recipes that I've... Because I use egg whites like a decent amount actually because like mm-hmm. if you make a whiskey sour with an egg white it's really good hmm. um so it is a flavor thing it's not just a looks thing i think it sweetens okay um but a lot of websites say to dry shake with an egg white first and then you... add the ice okay you had explained that to me before, but I was going to ask you what dry shake was again. I didn't do that this time because the directions didn't call for it, but I'm okay. going to do it the second drink and see what happens. Okay. Depending on how this goes, I may not add an egg white to the second one. Okay. I'm just worried about salmonella. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but I <laughs> haven't gotten it yet. And they're fresh eggs. Here's hoping. <laughs> yeah. Mine were best by January 21st. Are you fucking kidding me? No. I mean, that's a long ways to push it. Good luck. Thanks. (laughs) Cheers to your eggs. (laughs) Cheers. You don't like it. I absolutely detest it. Mine's a little strong because I think I of the Chambord, but otherwise it's pretty good. I hate it. Well, sorry about that. That's okay. Just get used to that noise, everybody. Because you're going to hear it. I wonder if it's because like I drink like two shots of gin and like a splash of tonic sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Like it is, it's very ginny. Listen, I'm going to say it right now. Can you hold your drink up again? Yeah, man. I don't think that looks right. I think like I'm legit concerned that you should dump it. Do you think I should just make it again without egg whites? Okay, I'll be right back. I'm really sorry, but... It's not your fault. The way it's floating around in there... 
Yeah. It's like separated and it alarms me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two minutes. Okay. So it's now like a nice little pinky color. That's what it's supposed to look like. I how did an egg white make that much difference though? I think it was bad. I think it just separated everything. So I sent you a new picture. You can see like raspberry seeds at the bottom, but whatever. Yeah. It's still very ginny. I mean, it's two shots of gin. Right. But it's like not like I'm not going. You're probably not going to have diarrhea later. That's always good. Right. I mean, who knows how that's going to interact with my tick bite medicine. Yeah, which could already give you diarrhea. It's going to be a great night, guys. At least you only have to take two pills. Yes. No, I got a full 14-day cycle. For real? Yeah, they gave me a 14-day cycle of it. Huh. Normally, a prophylactic um, doxycycline for a tick bite is like just two pills. I don't know. I don't know how I know that because I have no professional medical knowledge. They they said that instead, like, because I said I have the tick, and they were like, no, now we just treat every tick bite as if it's infected. Maybe things have changed. Okay. Maybe. Or, maybe, like, she was like, she did ask me, she's like, does it look like a bullseye? And I was like, yeah, there's a white ring, and then it's red, and so maybe that was, like, their cue. I don't know. Okay. But I do have a custard chaser, just in case it was not... I'm so jealous. The Meadows is so good. I'm so glad that you guys love it as much as I do. Well, dad brought this over yesterday because I invited him over for dinner since, you know, we have the HelloFresh and it was pasta and everything. So Mm -hmm. he had said I was, I said I'd go out with them on Sunday to get custard. And then I just never called because we were busy. So he got a quart of it. Oh, that's nice. It, it was nice. It's also really, really good. Yeah. Did you, have you gotten like a cone yet? Mm-mm. I haven't been there in person yet. Because I really recommend getting like a twist. Like it's not really a twist because it's custard, but they'll give you a scoop of vanilla and a scoop of chocolate and it's delicious. Oh, I see. Yeah. I love oh. the meadows. What do you like better, vanilla or chocolate? I like both. Okay. Custard form. <laughs> is really the only time I really enjoy chocolate ice cream unless there's like peanut butter in it. But I'm more of like a vanilla girl all the time. So am I like, I I tend to like vanilla based ice creams better than chocolate based ice creams. Mm -hmm. You don't like peanut butter in your ice cream. Like, no, no. I mean like that's the only time I enjoy like chocolate ice cream is if it has peanut butter. Sorry. I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let me just quickly give the facts of Bring It On. Love it. And I do like want to talk about a couple of things that aren't related to Bring It On. I wrote them down while you were making your second drink. <laughs> um, so Bring It On came out in 2000, which is just a huge year. You got She's All That. You got 10 Things I Hate About You. You got Bring It On. I'm sure there's something else that came out in 2000. Um, but stars Kirsten Dunst, Eliza Dushku, Jesse Bradford, Gabrielle Union. 
And those are like the high points there. Written by Jessica Bendinger and directed by Peyton Reed. Okay. Um, Do you want to summarize before we get into the other stuff or do you want to hold off? I'll hold off. Okay. Not procrastinating. But do you remember how we were talking about like those kitchen garden things that you can buy Mm -hmm. and how you thought they were like $400? Yeah. You can get one for $150. Oh, that's good. So I think I'm going to get it because I was editing She's All That and I was like, wow, I was really upset about my basil dying. So I think I'm going to try to get one of those kitchen things and just do like basil and um, I don't know. I wonder if I could grow sage because I use sage so much for cocktails. It's shockingly good. James is going to be really happy when you put more plants on your kitchen counter. (laughs) He was so fucking pissed. I was like, look how much I cleaned off the counter. And he was like, you still have like 10 plants on there. I was like, yeah, but there's more space. Well, you just put all your plants there. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. I like green. It makes me happy. Especially in the pandemic. Come on. What? No, I was going to make fun of you for like implying you you can never go outside when you have a backyard (laughs) and like a front porch. Um, well... Late at night, sometimes I like to pretend I'm in a garden when I'm in my kitchen. I like it. Good save. (laughs) I'll find a storage solution for your (laughs) counter plants. Uh, And then I got that bar cart and filled up that up with plants instead of (laughs) bar stuff. (laughs) Yeah. You're a crazy plant lady. And crazy cat lady and crazy dog lady. Maybe I'm just crazy. (laughs) Maybe you're just a crazy lady. (laughs) But if you do get one, let me know for real. Because I'm especially interested if the plants like never die or never get out of a growing season. It's worth it. That's what I'm really curious about. Maybe I'll ask for one for my birthday. Mm. It's coming up. Mm Mm-hmm. Just like I'm going to ask for my carbonation station. Yes. Because I don't know what they're really called, but I like that better. I than like whatever that it's too. Called. Ask for it for Mother's Day. Ooh, good call. You got that going for you. I do have that going for me. It's soon. Mm-hmm. All right. Done. Um, I want to talk about uh, the Duke leaving Bridgerton because I'm really sad. Okay, so it seemed like from what I read on social media, it seemed that no one who read the book series was surprised. Like maybe he's just not in the books ever after season one. Okay. It's just confusing because it does talk about how Daphne's still going to be in it. So I do need, I read the first book. I know I said that, but I want to pick up the second one and see what happens. And then I saw, I didn't read it because I was getting ready for the pod, but I did see a BuzzFeed article that was like Bridgerton just got picked up for season three and four. And even though the Duke isn't in it, like there's still so much that you're going to get from it. Like that was basically what it said. So did we talk about like the series, like Bridgerton has what, eight kids? 
A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah, a seven. So, okay. H. Seven. Eight. You're right. You're right. Because there's hyacinth. Okay. I'm like going through the letters of the alphabet. <laughs> Smart. Thanks. That's why they did that. Yeah. Dumb. So each book is a different Bridgerton kid or centered around a different Bridgerton kid. So suppose like hopefully they get good people because like reggae whatever his name is just did such a great job as the duke he was the reason to watch that show like that's he's the reason bernard got involved you saw him in that red velvet jacket and was like who's this guy right his voice like just everything about him like encompass that role so they really need to find the right people in order to keep people interested i really hope that his career takes off i mean i think it will but i could see him being a james bond and playing it so well i would think that would be amazing and especially now like with the conversations around diversity i think it's time they branch out into a james bond of color he would make a great one like and i just think that the only person of color in James Bond, like the new money penny and they had Felix lighter, right? But they're both like sidekicks. Yeah. Yeah. They're not main characters. Right. Let's have James Bond be the main person, the person of color and just like, I don't know, open up people's minds about it. He's a well-known figure. He's been together around for years. So let's do this. I'm truly shocked that Idris Elba wasn't offered the part because I could see him being a wonderful James Bond too. He proved he has, I don't want to say like he didn't have the physical abilities or anything, but like with the Fast and Furious movie, Hobbs versus Shaw. like can love it. Yeah, he proved he can do that physicality kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Why not? He has a great voice, too. He's going to be in the new Suicide Squad, which actually looked really good. The preview looked excellent. Um, But he's a main character in that. And just going back to Hobbs and Shaw, every single time (laughs) I see a clip of Idris Elba going, I'm Black Superman, I just die from laughter because I think that's the cheesiest line I've ever heard. (laughs) I'm Black Superman. Sometimes, like, those movies could be very quotable, but sometimes they're just, they just miss the mark. Like, wasn't, didn't one of them say, like, don't bring a wrench to a gunfight or don't bring a gun to a wrench fight or something when he had that <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, at one, Jesus Christ. Stop it. Stop it. At one point, The Rock pulls, like, a cement desk out of a jail cell wall and, like, crushes people with it. Okay. Let's not minimize the part where The Rock has his arm in his cast and he just tenses. Yes! And he says to his daughter, Daddy's got to go to work. I love those movies so much. I don't know what I'm going to do without The Rock or Paul Walker or hopefully John Cena. Like John Cena is also going to be in the new Suicide Squad. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It's like a bunch of DC anti-heroes that I had never heard of. Mm-hmm. 
So just to like add on to the comic book talk, Barnard and I did start Civil War. <gasps> Yay! We're about halfway through and we'll probably finish it on Sunday. How do you feel about it? Um, I think that we like it. Like, you know us, we've always said we're not big superhero like Marvel people. Like mm-hmm. we did like the Batmans with Christian Bale and all that and Michael Keaton say that for the record Bat- um but the batman movies never... are like serious dramas though it's totally different i think it's to- it is it is but maybe like wandavision and falcon and winter soldier kind of like been our gateway marvel thing so now i think that we're like enjoying it a little bit more i can see that what part are you on with civil war because i do i think that's my favorite marvel movie um we are at like Cap just helped Bucky escape from that apartment. Great scene. They were arrested. Love that scene. Love that car chase. Love the superheroes running because they have this. They well, you don't know. Did you watch Black Panther? No. Oh, so good. But he has like a a serum kind of thing too. Mm -hmm. So because they were all running faster than traffic. Yeah, but it all checks out because they're all super soldier kind of things. (laughs) <laughs> but it's believable because because they have <laughs> super strength um because i'm sure you and bernard were like what the fuck is this no we were okay with the running thing where it kind of lost us when was when bucky grabbed the motorcycle uh, and then like pulled it around and hopped on <laughs> like what i guess like he does the majority of his stunts actually and oh, i didn't know that that motorcycle fell on top of him something crazy like six times or something like that whoa it was between three to six i don't know i could be exaggerating a little bit but i know he was like doing the motorcycle and he did a post about like how he hated it and how it was gonna go after him or something like that but the question is does he have a butt double mm. or is the butt on instagram his that was my next topic I wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, you see his butt in the bronze. I, was that full frontal? It wasn't because that's the only reason why I watched it. <laughs> you don't see you don't see peep, but you do see full butt. Can you hear my dog? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, she's the worst. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it's his butt. Cause he's, I, I wonder if we're going to see full frontal in that Monday movie, because you know, that's a rom-com. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That post, like at one point they're both naked on a motorcycle in Greece. Okay. So I definitely want to keep that on our list for rom-coms. Okay. I like it. But, um, yeah, I'm really glad that you're watching Civil War. I, I hope you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, sorry for ruining tomorrow for you because you were like, I'll just stay there and watch it with you guys. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> we can just substitute House Hunters in there. It'll be fine. Fuck yeah. Uh, my last topic. We talked about it a little bit, but I just want to get it out on the airwaves. Pete Davidson mm. and Phoebe, what is it, Dynavore or something? Weird? I don't fucking know. Like, what? in the world why does my punchable celebrity get all these hot smoking ladies first of all i think that 
Phoebe looked fantastic in that BAFTA gown. That was the BAFTAs, right? Yes, she looked so good. I loved that dress. I loved her hair, everything. She was stunning. Mm -hmm. She was, what was it, the incomparable? Yes. (laughs) Yes, she looked great. But I just don't get it. Do you... I I don't know. What do you think he's just really good at bed? Um, I think he is charismatic. I think he's funny. He's not afraid to make fun of himself. Like it's women like that kind of stuff. And he's getting rid of some of those tattoos for whatever reason. I know he's talked about it. Like maybe he is just becoming more mature. I don't know. I have nothing to say about it anymore. But I I mean like the tattoo thing, whatever. I don't care. Like but I, I just don't like him. <laughs> He's also going to be in the Suicide Suicide Squad movie. He's growing on me. Ugh. Probably because I don't... Maybe I just don't watch him anymore, but he's growing on me. Who was it? Damn it. There's someone that I was thinking about that I was like, oh, I can never tell Bernard that I really think he's attractive because he's going to say he's exactly like Timothy Chalamet. And I don't remember who it was, but when I think of it, I'll tell you. I feel like I remember you telling this to me. I don't, I don't know. Was it somebody in a teen rom-com? No, I don't think so. It had to be someone that I've been watching on a TV show, but then all I've been watching is House Hunters and Criminal Minds, so I don't know. So, but the shout, uh, yeah, but there's another TV show coming on in ten days on Netflix from the like the Shadow and Bone universe. It's called the Grishaverse, which is I've read one book and I don't know. We'll see how it is. Okay. It's like combining two different book series. Have you heard of the Six of Crows books? Yes, They're I have always- actually. Yeah. So I'm reading a series that's related in that universe and they're combining those two series in a TV show. Okay. So I'm hoping it's better than Cursed. Yeah, I remember you said you were disappointed in that. So we'll see. So right. should we talk about the movie? <laughs> I think we should maybe get down to it. However, I'm a little glad we had all this digression because I stopped taking notes like super early and we watched this like 10 days ago to two weeks ago. I stopped taking notes when the talk show host told the Clovers, like finance the Clovers to go to nationals. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that's a, that's okay. Cause I, I was looking back at some of my notes and I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> okay. So, basically, this movie, Bring It On, is about a really famous high school cheerleading squad who goes to nationals and they find out that their cheer captain before them was stealing routines from the, another cheerleading squad that wasn't as well off and they couldn't participate in nationals. So it's basically 
them battling each other with a little rom thrown in it because there's a new cheerleader who joins the squad who has a really cute brother. Mm-hmm. That's my story. Yeah. Um. So, for whatever reason, like I've seen this movie a thousand times, but I don't remember ever watching the very first part. Oh, uh, where she's naked in her dream. Yes, I was like, oh my god, what is happening? Mm. I was like, oh, it's a dream. Mm-hmm. No, I remember that. I think this is the first time I've watched the unedited ver- unedited version because there's some mm. shit in here that I just don't remember. Like, just like little sayings and swearings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, unbelievability-wise, like, I don't know how you're doing with your drink, but I'm almost done with my first one. We talked for a little while. I'm almost done with my first one, too. Good. Um... I thought the first unbelievability, once you get past that dream sequence, since it's not believable, it's, it's a, a dream. dream. It's their first practice thing where she's trying to do the most difficult human pyramid out there. And they're practicing on the grass instead of mats. Like, wouldn't they have a more suitable environment for that? I, that's exactly what I thought. Especially if they are this award-winning squad, like the school's going to make sure that they have um, a practice space. And all the equipment they could possibly need. Mm-hmm. Yep. I completely agree. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, My first believability oh. was the parents' reaction to Aaron leaving for college. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember exactly what they said, but I remember loving it and being like, yep, that makes sense. He was horrible. Just awful. Do we find it believable that he's like straight? No, absolutely not. But I mean, he had a girl with him in college, too. So, yeah, maybe he just uh, do metrosexuals still exist. Like that was a huge thing for a while. I don't know. Yeah. But that would be like my word for him in the 90s. Yeah. Or early 2000s. Maybe. I don't know. I loved that. I'm going to lump in. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to lump in the siblings, which I don't know their names. Like Torrance? No, the siblings. The new cheerleader. Buffy. <laughs> Missy? Yes. Missy and her brother. Cliff. Thank you. Yep. I don't worry, I couldn't remember Torrance either. <laughs> <laughs> Missy and Cliff, like, I loved that in their new school they were painted as these rebels. Like you knew he was a bad boy because he was wearing dirty Converse. And those super punk band shirts. Ooh, he has to be a trouble. Yeah. And then what she is wearing a crop top and fake dreadlocks. And they like were stunned at this bad girl trying out for cheerleading. Like, is this really what it takes? Their reaction to her was crazy. 
like trailer trash, whatever. They called her Uber Dyke. I, okay. So I did not appreciate how many times they used the word Dyke and FAG in this movie. Really a lot. I cringed. I mean, they, the football players, those horrendous <sighs> football players, do it to Cliff multiple times. Not Cliff, Jan. They well, they did it to Cliff. Oh, at the beginning, arrived. that's yeah, right. That's and right. they did it to Dan. And it's like, what? What are you guys even doing? You just sound like morons. And you can't say that they peaked in high school because they didn't even peak. No, they were. It was a horrible football team. They thought they were cool and good at what they did without any. Was the one football player the pube guy from She's All That? I have no idea. I didn't even look. I just thought of it. I'm looking right now. And the uh, the cheerleading trials, while you're looking at that, I thought they were being... I know they're a national team, so maybe they needed to be very selective, but a couple of those guys, the first one and the second one were really good dancers it was just not the style I guess that they wanted but I was impressed with them yeah I think so too um also I don't think so it's no I thought it was but it's okay um yeah I agree so what's your next unbelievability I just don't remember there being, I don't know if this is unbelievable ability or not. I don't remember there being cheer tryouts. I don't remember there being cheer tryouts either. I think it's believable because, I mean, you have to try out for every sport. So I would think you would try out for cheerleading too. I guess. Apparently, I think it was just a different circle. I guess our cheerleading squad was pretty good too. Like they went to all these stupid things, but I don't know. I just remember there was one routine during a pep rally where they literally humped the ground and everybody just looked at each other like did that just did that just happen <laughs> it was like a matthew lillard and uh she's all that it was like that like butts That's- in the air humping and then they like go smooth their bodies out like very sexually yeah. Like, you know what I'm trying to do. Oh, yeah, I do. I Even though that is <laughs> no way, shape, or form. <laughs> it looks like you're trying to sit up for a treat. <laughs> yeah. Pour alcohol into my mouth. <laughs> uh, my next unbelievability was when um, Missy sees their first cheer and is like, I'm not down with cheating. Yeah. And then her and Torrance drive over a hundred miles. Yes. yes. <laughs> they don't change. They don't go get their things. They just hop in the car and go. They don't tell anyone nothing. Yeah. So you guys, practice is over, I guess. So I had a couple things before that kind of relating to it. Like, whenever Missy says that she quits after she doesn't, she says she's not down with cheating, like, Torrance goes to get her in her cheer uniform. Like, she doesn't change first. She's just, like, doing, it looks like she's doing errands in her cheer uniform or whatever. (laughs) 
I I don't know. That's crazy. And also, it was so fucking cool that whole gymnastics thing that Missy had to do to get on the team. Mm-hmm. But there's no way she did that wearing like a regular bra. Because she was just in normal clothes. Like, how much would that hurt with your boobs jumping all around? I don't know. I didn't even think about that. The first thing that I thought, I was like, man, my boobs hurt just watching that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, I thought the spirit stick storyline was very believable for high school. Like, how she believes she's cursed. I was like, yep, this is something a high school student would absolutely believe and fall for. But come on, spirit stick. It just sounds like a type of vibrator. Mm. Copyright that bitch. Oh, yeah. 12 settings. (laughs) I don't even know what the settings mean. I guess just different (laughs) patterns of vibrations. And strengths. Yep. Uh... I found myself throughout the movie just thinking, he loves you very much, Francine. Why? Because Big Red is Francine from the other guys. Mm. Could not think of how I knew her. Mm -hmm. I knew I did. Wow. She looks much better with brown hair. I agree. That suits her much more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. Um, do you remember this time being super midriffy? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just didn't remember or know. But, like, that shit would never be allowed in high school. No. And, in fact, in cheerleading competitions, like those high school cheerleading uniforms that show the midriff, you'd get disqualified. Interesting. Yeah, so you have to actually cover your stomach. Well, area. They had to um they had to sex it up. Well, since we're podcasting in a couple of days, this conversation will be real relevant. Excuse me to our next movie. Can't wait. I haven't started it yet. I watched halfway, so I got a lot of shit to do this week. I um you and me both. I gotta watch that movie. I wanna watch the new scary movie that's gonna be on the podcast for with Gorley and Rust. I mean, that's not like something I have to do. I just wanna do it. But I also have to finish my book club book before Saturday. And it's like not a page turner, I suppose. What is it? Clara and the Sun. So I read the intro. <laughs> this is so bad. This is so like I feel like typical American sounding. I read the intro and the author is like Nobel Peace Prize winner for literature. And I was like, this is just going to be fucking boring. Like I don't need to be <laughs> enriched. I just want to read something like entertaining. I don't need to learn. I don't care about this Nobel Prize for literature. <laughs> no, I would absolutely feel the same <laughs> I, I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised. Fingers crossed. Yep. Um, well, at least it could be a very like entertaining book club if everybody hates it. That's true. 
Um, what's your next unbelievability? The whole choreographer thing. Like calling in a choreographer, the way he comes in, the way he acts. That's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And hire, like hiring someone. Why didn't they think that something was up or, oh, that might be the biggest unbelievability here. Who's in charge of this cheerleading squad? Where is there an adult? No adults go down to nationals with them. No one's in charge. There's no adults at these sessions with Sparky. That's weird. It's very weird because like all sporting teams have some kind of coach, adult, whatever. And like there's a choreographer for cheerleaders. It's like your coach. Right. So where's the coach? Yeah. Biggest unbelievability there is. Thank you. I would have completely forgotten that. Where are the adults? <laughs> so many. We say that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> um, that should be a BuzzFeed article. Movies that would have appropriate endings if adults would just show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my unbelievability goes before that to the football game i was surprised that cliff would even go to a football game yes or do you think he just went for torrance i could see that like that does lend some credibility to that so i would buy that then because it's like he went to a football game to sit on the bench and read a book maybe it's to make a statement too but also Maybe he wanted to support his sister. Maybe I think he just really went there for Torrance, though. Okay, I, I I'll I'll buy that. But then my other one for the game is there was like a cheer fight, <laughs> like the, the opposing team <laughs> cheerleaders came over and like challenged them with a cheer. Does that does that happen? I mean, I wish I had underwear that would spell things out on my butt. <laughs> I don't have enough friends to do that though. Exactly right. And I got really weirded out by their like pumping gas gyrations. Yeah. With like the the fingers and it was by their crotch and it just looked like a dick. Yes. It was like that at all. I remember watching this movie like when I was young and just not thinking about how problematic some of these things are just being like this is normal that's like one of the things I talk about with Burner because I know I've talked about it before like I love all those high school shows I'm like do actual like middle schoolers and high schoolers realize that this is not real life I didn't right so they're going around thinking that they themselves are losers because none of this stuff is happening to them. And I'm like, guys, pretty little liars does not happen. <laughs> Someone does not try to drown you and then you date them. It just doesn't Yikes. That sounds like a lasting relationship. Yeah. So. I, I do love watching the routines and stuff in this movie. So much better than Buffy's routines. Oh my god. I forgot about that. Those those routines were horrible. This made a lot more sense. Yeah, it did. Yeah, all the 
um, athleticism and the throws and everything were really cool. Did you ever watch Stick It? Oh, love that movie. I know. I wish it was a rom-com, but it's not. It's just like a teen movie. Uh, there's a little bit of romance in there. I don't, a little bit. Do you think it's enough to put it on our list? It's we did so the mommy. Like, are we really concerned? <laughs> we did Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the gymnastic stuff is just so cool. And isn't Jeff Bridges in that? Like, Jeff Bridges, what are you doing in there? You're like a great actor. <laughs> I love Jeff Bridges. I don't know why, but I find him really attractive. Really? I just Did think you he... like The Big Lebowski? I don't like that movie. I don't either. Oh, thank God everybody loves it. And they're like, what? You don't like it? And I just thought it was like slow and had no. I hate that movie. Plot. And I like Jeff Bridges. And I like Julianne Moore and all the actors in there, but put him in that, that movie. Mm-mm. And like the whole, um, what the fuck is his name? The Jesus Bowler. What? John Turturro. His character, uh, like everybody's like, oh, he's so funny. And I'm watching it and I'm like, what about this is funny? Mm-hmm. And like, so, the, I, yeah. No, I'm with you on there. It's like Blazing Saddles to me. I don't I don't think Blazing Saddles is funny either. Oh, I think and, Blazing Saddles is funny. No. It just doesn't do it for me. Mm. Well. Neither does Monty Python. Well, what are you going to do? I'll worry about it. That's right. Life's too short, man. <laughs> All right. What do you got after the football? No. You had said something that happened after the football game. I think I'm done. Okay. I have a couple. I have a couple things here. One, Cliff going crazy with his guitar in his room. I thought that was insane. I couldn't see anyone crawling around on the floor doing all that stuff. It didn't strike me as unbelievable when I very first saw it. So I don't, I don't know. Okay. All right. So could be, could not be. Um, I guess then... with the door open, maybe. I could going back to Sparky. Close the door. Yeah. Sorry. Just no, it's okay. Processed. It's okay. Going back to Sparky. When you watch that routine in its entirety and they're standing there doing like the dead arm robot thing, Mm -hmm. none of these cheerleaders who have been to nationals, who've been cheering for several years, thought that this was a lame move and maybe they shouldn't listen to this guy. Like that swingy arm thing had no place. I mean, spirit fingers are dumb. Yes. So... Just again, he didn't have any real at, of that athleticism and jumping in there. So I know they're teenagers and gullible and they were desperate, but just believing that, like you said. And what did you think about Isis ripping up the check that Torrance tried to give her? Did you think that was believable? Yeah, because she's a teenager and she doesn't have the wherewithal to think logically. She's thinking in the heat of the moment. She doesn't want to accept the charity okay because i was like oh she's really hanging a lot of hopes on this talk show host lady but i'll go with that their brains aren't developed 
they're, they're really not not until you're 25 or 26 so you're just like a brand new adult over there man how do people get married before like 25 how do their parents know. do it how did they have they a child there's a lot of people out there who have children before 25 and 26 i mean i know i guess that's when your body is at its prime to have a baby Oh, my body, my body was never at its prime to have a baby. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) I think I missed my chance. My body's not in its prime. Can you imagine if I like got pregnant and how hard it would be afterwards? And I'd probably gain a ton of weight. (laughs) I think about that all the time. I'm like, my body wouldn't bounce back. (laughs) I feel like Jabba the fucking hut over here. Oh my God. (laughs) No, you wouldn't. One. It takes time, two, three, breastfeeding is supposed to help with that. So you would just have to have a tiny human watch to you all the time to help out. How uncomfortable would it be? Because you know I'd be one of those moms that would just fling it out everywhere. I'd just be like sitting at dad dad and uh, our stepmoms and just like whip my tit out. Like <laughs> time for feeding. Either get out or look at it. I wouldn't give a fuck. No blanket over you? Somebody could throw a blanket over me, I guess. Maybe I wouldn't do it in front of James's parents. That would be a little weird. <laughs> there you go. You do You do have standards. <laughs> I'd just look dad in the face and be like, this is what you wanted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you encouraged this. <laughs> Now my vagina's ruined and you have to watch me breastfeed. <laughs> supposed to have three holes. I only have one. What? I would, let me be there for that conversation because I want to sit there like this. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> for my hypothetical baby that I'll never have. Oh. Trust me, when she's three and she's up at 6.24 this morning after having to wake up at 2.30 to change her sheets, it's it was a lot. (laughs) I can't believe that you did this podcast instead of taking a nap. I have 12 things on my to-do list today. I've, I've done five. I mean, that's considerable. I've done two things on my to-do list today. Yeah. So, you know, I, some of it's just not going to get done today and that's fine. Oh, actually three. Two, probably three things are not going to get done today. That's fine. Are you ready? Are, are you ready to make another drink? Yeah, I think so. And then we'll talk about obstacles. Sounds great. Okay. See you in a few. See you in a few. I just... A half of that container of <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So no judgment tonight. I'm eating. I'm eating my stress today. Yeah, that's okay. Everyone needs one of those days, right? I think so. All right. Obstacles to Torrance and Cliff being together. Well, she has a boyfriend. I think that's really the only one, though. I agree. Like he acts a little bit holier than thou. 
in terms of like the cheerleading thing. Well, cheerleaders, I don't care for them. (laughs) (laughs) That was like the nicest way I could put it. Bad experiences. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I told our sister-in-law that once and she's like, I was a cheerleader. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> My opinion hasn't changed. Like there's always exceptions to the rule. Yeah. I cheerleaded for a year in first grade. Good for you. Thanks. I think I remember one cheer. Uh, What's the one cheer that James and I always remember from our nieces. Did they cheer? Yeah, for like a hot second. Okay. I can't remember. But volleyball is queen now. Life. Volleyball is life. That's right. Dude, I could never do it. It hurts my arms too much. You hit the palms of your hands, right? No, it hurts this. Oh, when you hit the ball? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that shows you how much I know about volleyball because I think you're <laughs> No, you like put your arms together and like hit it with your forearms. Mm-hmm. I would need pads. <laughs> right? I think that would be cheating because it'd probably go farther if you had pads. But just give them to everybody. Just make my arms not hurt. Right. <laughs> I wonder if like they get calluses. I'll have to ask. Good question. Not a lot of obstacles to them being together. No. At all. Um, although there's one that if I were Cliff, I would have been like, wow. Um, whenever they first meet and he's wearing the Clash t-shirt and she mm. asks him, oh, is that your band? I would have just been like, no. And then just turned in my seat and like never talked to her again. Yes. You can be, you can not listen to that type of music, but you should still have heard of The Clash. Like, I don't listen to country music, but if someone said Garth Brooks. Or Toby Keith. Yes, I would have been like, oh, okay. And I I say that because I listen, like, I was going to do, like, rap or r&b but i listen to that more than country by like a long shot oh absolutely i um i've gotten into like i don't know what it is i don't know if it's like soul but there's this band that cody found called black pumas and it's amazing wait okay there is a radio station in Irwin. It was the jazz station, and I always listened to it, but uh, I love jazz. I didn't know that about you. That's so interesting. Yeah, I like would listen to jazz in the car a lot if I'm by myself. Oh. And so, and so does my husband. That's so funny. Man, you guys should like, whenever we were in San Francisco, there were so many like just jazz clubs. I mean, I'm sure that yeah. there's some here, but you know. Right. It's not as cool as them in San Francisco. It's true. Um, And now up here, it's like a new and upcoming like R&B artist. And I think I was listening to a song by them and I loved it. Was it Colors? All my favorite colors. 
I don't my remember. sisters and my brothers. I don't know. Okay. Well, they're really good. And then, fuck. Alice really got me into like Anderson Pock, the guy okay. who is in Trolls, who's the baby diamond. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Oh, my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a really good artist, too. So I don't know what that's considered. If it's like funk or jazz or R&B or whatever. I don't know. No, fuck country, though. Seriously, hate it. It's the worst. And I hate Kenny Chesney coming to Pittsburgh. I know he's not coming this year. Thank God. And all of his fans just trash the fucking city. And I absolutely detest them. It's awful. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. Like all the trash and public drunkenness and like all of my friends whenever we were in college used to go and like they couldn't even make it past a tailgate to get into the concert because they would get so fucked up. I I just don't understand that whole thing. Like I can understand having time. I can understand getting drunk, but I can't understand making a ginormous fucking mess that someone else is going to have to clean up and be like, I don't really fucking care because it's not me. Sorry, Jessica, if you're listening, I don't mean to make fun of you for liking Kenny Chesney or going to his concerts in Pittsburgh. Because <laughs> I realized that she was the one who went and she listens all the time. Uh, Maybe. Sorry, Jess. Love you. You're my fave. Shout out. That's hilarious. But I hate Kenny Chesney. Yes. And the concerts. Um, chemistry. You ready? Yes, I am. I thought the chemistry was actually really good between these two. Me too. Um, starting from when they met in class. And just how Clef handles those two asshole football players. And then they strike up a conversation. He obviously likes her. Yes. I saw him as like a dreamy alt guy, like a dreamy alternative guy like Heath Ledger was in 10 Things I Hate About You. But he's Mm -hmm. not as dreamy as Heath Ledger in 10 Things I Hate About You. Obviously. Sorry, whatever your name is. but Jesse Bradford. Jesse Bradford. Uh, it's the long curly hair and, and the accent. Is. You just can't. And basically his face. <laughs> like everything. I don't. Heath Ledger is great. Did you ever watch Brokeback Mountain? Yeah. Me and mom saw it in the theater. Should I watch it? I've never seen it. It's a great movie. One you only watch once. Correct. Have tissues. I know somebody dies. Right. So that's like the thing. Like you, to me, you only watch it once because it's heartbreaking. That's how I felt about uh, Dallas Spires Club. I never watched that. I was worried about that <laughs> because of that. Yeah, I think that was the last time I liked Jared Leto. Mm. And I hate him. Like his face. He's a punchable celebra- celebrity for me. Is it the whole I went into the desert for three weeks when COVID happened and then came back and I didn't realize? I think that's what started it. Yeah, that's that's bad. That was bad. Yeah. Just don't just don't talk. Like you didn't have to say that. No. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, um, 
there I thought there was like excellent buildup with starting these with the tear sex. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, she was obviously cheering directly to him during that football game. He was not reading his book at that point. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. They were smiling at each other very noticeably. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought that was great. Everyone else noticed it. Mm-hmm. So. She was super into him whenever he was jamming. Yeah. I don't think I would have felt that way. He's really in tune with those punk bands. Yeah. Um, I was only at one concert where that really happened. Who was it? I think it's the one where you were there and the guy was climbing on the speakers and jumped from like 20 feet in the air. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. I just remember having to be evacuated because of the fog machines (laughs) and then him coming out and being like, thanks for coming to our show and hugging everybody. I love that so much. It was so funny. And then we went to Eaton Park. Mm-hmm. Girl stickies. And then you like had to dress me up. You were like, no, you can't wear this. You can't wear this. Wear this and this baggy sweat and this baggy t-shirt. <laughs> and he tried to hug my friend and she looked at him and went, no. I remember that. <laughs> and she stuck her foot out, didn't she? I don't remember that. And so he was like, okay, and moved on to the next person. Is that Modi Lemon? Yeah. Gotta... I haven't listened to them a long time. They I know. I was, I was just going to say, I should download some of their music. Yeah. <laughs> they were so, fun. Yeah, that... Oh but, my... Like, that was, like, the last time I saw someone do... Or the only time, really. Mm, Cage the Elephant was like that, but I don't think it was on purpose because he was just so fucked up. Mm. I think I told you that where like he kept like strangling self himself with his microphone cord and like the roadie would have to go up and like try to help him. You didn't tell me that, but that's crazy. I mean, it was a great show. Like it was a great live performance, but like me and James were looking at each other like, oh my God, is he (laughs) going to make it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yikes. Uh... But you can't you can't talk about the guitar thing without talking about the brushing the teeth thing. Like that was a huge scene for them. And like how kind of sexy flirty was her pajamas? Mm, yeah, like slightly just slightly oversized bottoms with that little tank. Mm-hmm. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't look like that when I go to bed. Same. Okay, good. I have a lot of cream on my face and my hair is on top of my head and I usually wear a onesie. I just wear oversized, actually not oversized. I wear whatever available t-shirt there is and pants. Sometimes I wear pants and oversized whatever, but lately those MeUndies onesies are great. I just, don't you pee in the middle of the night? Um, sometimes. Like, don't you hate having to get undressed and cold to pee with the onesie on? Mm, I like the onesie more than I hate getting undressed to pee. Okay. That's fair. But I have snagged my nipple on the zipper and that hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Maybe put band-aids over them before you go to bed. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> My friend just making weird, weird noises. So if there's an explosion, that's what it was. You can tell whoever comes to collect my pieces. That's upsetting. It's done. It's probably just making ice. Well, I had trouble getting ice out for my second drink, so I had to take it all apart. That's probably why. Yeah. So who knows if I put it back together correctly. Um, Good. Getting back to chemistry. Getting back to chemistry. Oh, I love the fade whenever she lays down to bed. And oh then my it, god, I hated that. It's it so was cheesy. so It was horrible. Yes. It did not fit in with the style of the movie at all. That music's playing in the background and uh-huh. it's like they're laying together in bed looking at each other. Hated it. Um I how did you feel about him going to the um car wash with all of that money? Cute or creepy? Mm, I didn't think about it. But you definitely see like you did want to stare at a rack because the sisters comes into view and mm-hmm. Like, that's where his eyeline is? I don't know. Is it just natural? Is it just, like, what? I don't know. I don't know. What did you think? I mean, I'm hoping it wasn't a serious thing. That's why, like, it didn't bother me, because I thought it was a joke, but I don't know. I mean, he definitely wanted to stare at her in a bathing suit. Yeah. But his car was hilarious. How dirty it was. Mm-hmm. What can I say? I drive hard. Yeah. Is that like so, a come on? Not. Oh, I didn't think about that. I drive hard. <laughs> Gross. In high school. How do you feel about $15 for a car wash in 2000? Wow. I mean, I don't know. How much do those things normally cost? I've never been to one where like a band or cheerleaders or something is washing. I see a lot of advertisements and I think now it's like $10. Like, cause like there are people, it used to be in Peters and where I live now. Like there are people who stand on the road with like signs, car wash, $10 or whatever. So I thought. But it's California. I mean, a giant, an, an affluent part of California. A giant eagle car wash is twelve dollars, right? Today, but you're not sponsoring anything. You're not part of a cause. Send those cheerleaders to nationals. Boom. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Hire a fake choreographer yeah. that gets nothing, and who takes a lot of diet pills caffeine i have pills. no idea what those were all i i saw him take a handful of pills and i was like oh he's dying tonight yeah. <laughs> or, or like by the end of this session like i didn't know if it was caffeine pills diet pills like there was no label it was just red capsules mm-hmm. so whatever no adult and there no was adult. there was no um like facts about it either no did you read all the facts most of them yeah I, I didn't see it too much that I 
I cared for except for the like uniform things on the for the competitions. Um, I did think it was cute that he came to her house with flowers to kind of cheer her up after the competition, but oops. And like she blew a kiss because Aaron was sitting right in front of him and he like thought he was the receiver of that kiss. Yeah, that was awkward. But even before that, though, on the swing set, that heart to heart and they almost kissed. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And that was really cute seeing. It was very, Mm. like, sweet and sensitive. I think so, too. He was pushing her and they were just talking. Yeah, that was a cute scene. You can understand why he thought that something was going on with them. Yeah. But, oh, she has a boyfriend. Does James does James know this movie? Do you know Bring It On? He's cheering. <laughs> what do you, What do you think about it? He said he knows a lot of people like it. It was just whatever to him. But did you see how high Millie got? Yeah, I did. Big jump. I punched him right in the chest. Yeah. While she was off the ground. <laughs> Um, so you think Torrance deserved to be like, do you think deserve, do you think Torrance deserved how mad Cliff was at her? Do you know what I'm trying to say? No, I don't. So Cliff got really mad at Torrance. Right. And didn't want to talk to her. No, no, no. I mean, no, I I, I don't think that he should have been. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't either. They had never gone out on a date. They had never declared any of intentions. They flirted. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Like, everything was pretty innocent with them. That's what I thought, too. So I thought it was, like, a little bit ridiculous that he got so upset. I guess maybe it was just embarrassment. I guess so. But, I mean, he shouldn't have been embarrassed because her boyfriend was a total douchebag. She should be embarrassed. Yes. He was an asshole and an idiot. Like, I don't understand how anyone could be attracted to that guy. No. R.I.P. Yeah, he died? Yeah. Should I have known this? I don't know. It was in, um, I looked him up because I thought he looked familiar, but he's not in anything. He died in 2009, but I don't know what, of what. Okay. Well, I'm not talking about the person. I'm just talking about the character. You don't want to talk about him? Whoa. That is some kind of outfit and hair. And glasses. Yikes. So, you know. That's very Ryan Cabrera of him. Yep. Um, but I did like the part that Missy played in Torrance and Cliff getting back together. Missy is my favorite character. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think so. She's the best. She seems to be the most level-headed. She understands what's happening. She's realistic. Mm-hmm. She wants Torrance and her brother to be happy. So I think 
Yeah. That's also good. Um, but that's really all I got for chemistry. It was good. What do you think about for- the kiss at the end? I lo- I thought it was good. Did since we brought up the Heath Ledger and whatever his face is, Jesse Bradford comparison, did it match the no. paintball? Absolutely not. No. But it was satisfying. Yes. And I thought it matched the buildup that happened. It was way more satisfying than She's All That. Agreed. Probably because Torrance didn't do some lame line before it happened. <laughs> About feeling like a hooker and not feeling like a hooker. Yes. Yeah. That was terrible. Um, so yeah, I was glad about the kiss. You knew they were gonna end up together or that they should end up together, and they did. It was perfect. And I really liked I know this is final thoughts territory, but I really liked the dance scenes at the end and the credits, and I thought it was a good way to end the movie. I don't know why I think that plays into chemistry, but to me it did. It looks like the cast had a good time. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what that means. Um, I actually really like the song that he wrote for her. I thought it was super catchy. <laughs> Wasn't there? I, I don't know if I wrote it down. There was a line in there that I was like, what the fuck did he do? Uh, oh, I say? know what you I know what it is. Can't what? stand your cheerleading squad, but I love your pom poms. Yes. Mm hmm. Was there also, I have the word effulgence circled, E-F-F-U-L-G-E-N-C-E. It was used somewhere in the movie, so I looked it up to see what the definition was, and it's like radiance and splendor, but I didn't know if that was in the song or where that word came into. Was it about, was it with Sparkly Pilastri when she was, um, or when he was describing Darcy? Until he saw her ass. We didn't talk about that, by the way. Yeah. Well, I we didn't talk about any cringy movements. I have a couple. I have a couple. Maybe because it does have it is after like some sparky stuff. Yeah. Okay. He might have said it then. Um Yeah, I'm done with chemistry if you want to talk about cringes, because I know we don't really have like a set. Yeah, cringes, I gotta go with. The whole fingers up the vagina thing. Oh my god. It. I just don't even know what to say. He talks about her not wearing anything under her little like cheerleading pants. But hello, she's still wearing pants. Even if she wasn't, it would be inappropriate. But I did not care for that nor did I care for them like not showing it but like implying it happened sexual harassment assault yeah yeah like just no and then like you you talked about before like all the dyke and bag talk I was did not like that either those were my two big cringes I had some more little cringes. Okay. Um, I don't know why, but I cringe whenever Torrance dances on her bed to Cliff's song with the pom-poms. Ooh, I like that. I ha- actually wrote that down. Cringe dash the bed dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right there. And then I had one more. Oh. This one's kind of funny, but it is a cringe. At the very end, whenever 
uh, Cliff is there watching them at nationals and their routine comes up and she basically mixed the song and he's like rocking out in the stands oh, going like yeah. this. Like yeah. the metal horns and head banging. Oh my gosh. Yes. Good call. It's so cringy. Ugh. Yeah. Even though great. it is a catchy song, but like you don't like. <laughs> You're at a cheerleading competition. <laughs> Let's calm down. Yeah. Torrance isn't watching you right now. <laughs> um. Oh, one more. Cheerleaders are dancers who have gone retarded. Yikes. Not not good. Sparky was just a cringy character. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he did anything else. Nope. I look. I mean, it's a it's a great claim to fame. Those boots. The whole, uh, yeah, it's all bad. The facial hair. Like whenever he was like had his hands up and was gyrating, thrusting, thrusting. Blech. So, um, do they stay together? No. It's high school. It's high school. That's always going to be our answer. Sorry, guys. No surprise there. And moment they fell in love, I don't think they're in love. I don't think they're in love either. They haven't even gone on a date. They just like each other. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Um. Now, when did it happen? He definitely started liking her when they first met in class. And I think she did too. Do you think so? I think so. I was torn between that and I feel like she saw him at Missy's house after that. Because I think it was definitely before the cheer sex. Yeah. So. Um. Final thoughts? No, iconic, iconic scene. I know mine. What's yours? Mine is at the football game when the Clovers come down the bleachers and do everything that the Toros are doing a split second ahead of time. I was wondering if mine was whenever um, her and Isis are having that talk and like Isis is like, whenever you get there, bring it. Don't feel bad for us. Mm-hmm. And like, and then Torrance goes, oh, don't worry. I will I feel like mm-hmm. that might be my iconic scene. I feel like this is a good way to transition to the final thoughts because we really didn't talk about the Clovers and Isis a lot in the movie. And I do think it's a very topical situation now, especially like after Jimmy Fallon and Addison Ray and bringing those original creators of TikTok. This is almost exactly what happened. They're ta- they took credit for like Addison Ray implied that she was the originator of those dances which I didn't know. I don't know anything about this. I see these names and I don't know them, so I just skip on past. Oh, I'm sorry. So Addison Ray is a TikTok girl, and she went on Jimmy Fallon and taught, in quotation marks, him eight famous TikTok dances. Well, she didn't create any of them. Most of the dances were created by people of color, mm-hmm. most in high school. 
they didn't credit them. They didn't say in any way. They didn't put their names on it. They didn't announce them. Didn't have them on the show. Nothing. It was just Addison Ray teaches Jimmy Fallon eight TikTok dances. So there is this big uproar, rightfully so, mm-hmm. because she is getting all the credit for just imitating these people, like just doing the dance challenges. So finally, he brought on the creators and they did their dances and he talked to them. Well, I mean, afterwards. that's a good way to fix it, I suppose, for Jimmy is like bringing the creators on. But like, yeah. that's shitty. I f- feel like to me, and I don't know if it's just watching it in, retro- in retrospect or, or whatever. To me, it seemed obvious like he was just trying to like, quote unquote, fix the situation instead of really caring about these people. So it didn't seem very genuine to me, but I I could be completely wrong. It was just my take on it. Um, But it's what the the, it's what the Torres did. Now, granted, Torrance didn't mean to do it. She didn't know what was going on, but she went along with it. When the Toros, the rest of them decided that they needed to just stick with these routines. At the beginning, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I did think that the Clovers, like, just oozed cool, though. Like, they were just so cool. Mm-hmm. I liked their cheer outfits better. Um, I just thought they were better dancers. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, maybe controversial opinion here, but at the end, Nationals, I did like the Toros routine better. See, I didn't because I thought that the Clovers had more gymnastics in theirs, and I really liked those throws and jumps. I and know. I thought that the swing stuff that the Taurus incorporated, I thought that was contrived. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, because I loved it. No, I didn't like that stuff. Maybe I just liked the song. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I did. I thought it was cool. I thought like, hey, email us toastrawrongs@gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Whose routine did you like better? I'm gonna do the an Clovers? Instagram poll. Ooh, good call. Taurus or Clover Nationals routine? It's important. Yeah. We need to know. I just want to write it down so I remember because like. I really want to know because at the end I was like, man, like I actually think the Toros deserved first place because I just like the routine better, but you like the Clovers better. That's okay. That's good. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I'm trying to see if I have any other final thoughts. What other, fi- Oh, I have final thoughts. Do you have final thoughts? Um, I have two. Go. But I, yeah, I want to go over one now because um, it relates to what we're talking about. At the football game, the Toros got real pissed at the Clovers when they showed up and challenged them, like showing that they were the Clovers' actual cheers. And I didn't understand why the Toros were so pissed. Like, the Clovers should be pissed because you stole their shit, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. So I thought that showed a lot of privilege i mm-hmm. guess and i was not a fan of that yeah for sure i there are a couple of teen mo- uh teen movie tropes in here mm-hmm. um i think that there's another one that we have to introduce actually because i don't oh. think we've introduced this like the douchebag sibling 
Oh. Because I think 16 Candles had it for sure with the mm-hmm. brother. Like, this brother was diabolical. Diabolical. He was a yeah. shit. He was an asshole of the highest degree. I yeah. agree. Like, farting on her and, like, just all of his snide remarks. Like, I don't think she was overly bitchy to him. Mm-mm. Like, he just went out of his way to fuck with her. Um, I'm trying to think, though. And I think 10 Things I Hit About You, there was some douchebag sibling. Like, I think Bianca was a bit of a butt towards Kat. Yeah, you're right. Because I think, like, the recognizable sibling or the, like, just a sibling who lays apart. It's not nauseous. Nice, sorry, those four ounces of gin are. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna chase it with ice cream soon. Um, the sibling's not always a douchebag, but like Simon, and she's all that. Simon wasn't a douchebag. No, I no. I'm saying specifically, like, I think Bianca was a little bit of a douchebag, and I mm-hmm. think. The brother in 16 Candles was a bit of a douchebag. But I'm saying if it's a trope, then it should happen a lot, right? I mean, I think three rom-coms that we've done, though. I'm I'm just looking. Just let me look, man. We got the Duff. We got the Kissing Booth. We got To All the Boys... Oh, to all the boys, we got a uh, fucking oh, kitty. Gee. Fucking kitty. Yeah. Easy. Love Simon had a good sibling. Yeah. So I think we got to all the boys. We got 16 candles. We got 10 things and we got bring it on. All right. All right. I'll do it. Okay. I'll go with it. But I do think, I think that the sibling itself is just a huge thing like easy easy a i see what you're saying love simon there was a sibling like the sibling is not always a douchebag the sibling is just a thing that's in a lot of rom-coms okay so i'm not debating that the sibling's a douchebag a lot of time i'm just saying that there's always a sibling Mm -hmm. okay i think i think that's good another trope i saw was the incredible team rooms Cliff's room yeah. was ginormous and it had all those posters on it. Yeah, Cliff's room was cool, but I didn't think Missy's room or Taylor's room was like anything. No, I agree with you. I really did like um Miss or blah, Torrance's house. It was very like mid-century modern and I mm-hmm. liked it. And Missy had a great backyard. Was hers the yeah. one, hers was the one with the swing set. It mm-hmm. was fantastic. The view, the grass, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm, and I'm trying to see. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm done. You got yeah, it? I think I think I'm good with final thoughts as well. Gabrielle Union, thank you for playing another good character. I don't think there's a movie where she's like, I, it, oh my gosh, everything that she's in is wonderful. No, but ten things I hate about you. She was a douchebag. Yeah. Not, and there was another one, wasn't there? 
she was fine in Deliver Us from Eva. She was fine in Deliver Us from Eva. She was fine in... She's all that. She's all that. She's fine in this movie. Why do I always paint her as, like, a snooty bitch? I really When don't. it was really just one movie. I don't know. I don't either. Martinis. But I do love you, Gabe. Gabrielle Union. Gabe. Gabe Union, we love you. Uh, martini glasses for this guy. I think 3.5 for me. Same. I don't think this movie aged well, so I wouldn't go out of my way to leave it on the television like I would with some other movies. Mm-hmm. I agree. 3.5 is what I would go with as well. Whereas I think if it was 10 to 15 years ago, I would have gone probably 4.5. Yeah. I yeah absolutely this was probably even like 10 years ago I would have just kept this movie on I would have go out of my way to watch it like I loved it but now I'd probably change it yeah because so. it's whatever yeah um I'm glad we did it mm-hmm. it seemed very appropriately timed funny enough I don't know why we always do this we don't plan it yeah exactly we're prophetic I told you we are um next time we are going to podcast on love don't cost a thing with christina milan and nick cannon oh christina milan she was in falling in love yes she was i kind of want to watch that movie again like i've been thinking about it a lot lately if there was more sex in it i wouldn't want to watch it again dude i just want to see that guy naked Oh, look him up. Maybe he's in another movie naked. All right. Follow, go on his Insta. <laughs> Maybe he has some butt pics out there. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Sebastian Stan, for the butt pic. Love it. Should I Can tie- you post one where you're not clenched? Yeah, I want an unclenched butt. I felt like that was clenched. But maybe your butt is just really that tight. Good for you, if so. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I feel like I should tag him on Instagram when I post about this. <laughs> just say just listen to the last two minutes yeah just listen to the last two minutes when we talk about your butt uh, and maybe like the m- 15 minutes in when we talk about you again <laughs> still feel yes. weird that yes, like we met. yes we met i hope you remember me <laughs> i remember you great time great dude um, they say don't meet your heroes, but he was really nice. And I'm just saying, maybe you should just meet your heroes. I don't know if he's my hero, but he's someone you admire. Yeah. So thank Mo- you. Mostly physically. Actually, <laughs> no, I legit think he's a really great actor, actually. I think he's a good person too. Yeah. He seems to have a great sense of humor, as exemplified by his getting drunk and watching Gossip Girl. That was so fucking funny. Like, I seriously could not chug red wine like he could. Like, I like red wine, but, like, if I chugged it, I probably would have puked. So. Um, but for real, though, I watched The Devil all the time. I hated the movie. I think I just didn't like the story, but everybody who was in it acted phenomenal, phenomenally, and he was in it. Oh, I didn't know that. Him and Tom Holland were in it, and so was Robert Pattinson. Like, a lot of stars were in it, and it was... Oh, and um, Sarsgaard. It. Bill Sarsgaard. Okay. 
who's like kind of like sneakily hot. Mm-hmm. I agree. He's really I, good looking. Try like all the Skarsgård people, I think. Yeah. Except for Stalin oh. because he's old. Sorry, Stalin. Maybe in your day. <laughs> Maybe in your heyday. Sorry, you didn't do it for us in Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's appropriate of that far. <laughs> no, I love that. Um, also, I, Tanya was great. I'm just like complimenting Sebastian Stan on all of his movies. I want to watch Endings Beginnings because it's like a romance movie. Did you see that oh. one? With Shailene Woodley and Jamie Dornan and the Goobs. <gasps> no, I didn't. I like all those people except Shailene Woodley. I don't know why, but I don't like her either. I don't know. I don't know what it is about her, but I don't like her. There was one interview that Theo James gave during the Divergent series where he talked about her like fetching water in a pail or something, and that turned me off. <laughs> no, I don't know. I maybe it's just because she was in the Fault Is in Our Stars. Or the the secret life of the American teenager. Oh yeah, you made poor choices. (laughs) (laughs) Poor choices. Make better choices, and we'll talk. Be more selective about your roles, (laughs) like us, like us, (laughs) (laughs) who have like fifty subscribers, (laughs) and she has like thousands and millions of worshippers, probably. Eek. All right, we gotta end this because I gotta pee. Okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. I gotta go to Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Until next time for Love Don't Cost a Thing. Rate, review, subscribe. Click those stars. Rate, review, and follow. Yeah. All those things. I read that somewhere. It's not subscribe anymore. It's follow. I I can't keep up with the shit. I can't either. Follow us. We love you. Uh, Until then. Check out Instagram, Toasty Romcoms, Twitter at a toast to romcoms, website toasttoromcoms.com. Email us toasttoromcoms at gmail.com about your Clover versus Toro's opinions. Whose routine was better? We need to know. Or DM us. DM us on Instagram. Very reachable. I, whenever I'm off during, I have whenever i'm off during the week i respond like that so that was fast guys i don't know if you saw but it was fast that fast because <laughs> i don't do anything actually that's a lie i do have a lot of stuff but um in between mulching this week i'll respond to you if you dm us oh. um okay watch up drink up and cheers, cheers.